everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. This is Kimberly, the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging, and I'm here with my dear, dear friend, Kathy, the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles, and we are Girls with Dogs. How you doing, Kathy? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, too. I see the shoulders are out, so the weather must be nice down there. Girl, can you see the perspiration? No. Yes, I, am, because- I am in a hoodie, and it's raining, and it's fall, full on. I saw you had your um, social media post about how you were um, saying hello to fall. So it was yeah. on, it was here. Yeah, we, we're at like 67, 69 in the morning and then it just shoots up. Jeez. I know, I still have it. We're not even on. 69 at any point in time. Yesterday it was like 55 degrees. I, ha- I have a little space heater going sometimes because I get cold. I shouldn't look like you until February, actually. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess I'm, I'm just... we can officially table this conversation because <laughs> this is going to get old real quick. <laughs> yeah. Listen, let me tell you why I'm having a fantastic evening. Listen, Linda, listen. Listen, so I went down the rabbit hole with your guy, your guy, you know, smoking and grilling, A-B. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has a, so check this out, everybody. You need to, to he does a cabbage and andouille sausage. And at the last minute, he puts shrimp in. What does oh. he say? Just put your shrimp in and just let it sit on top for three minutes. Take it off the heat. Let it sit for two minutes and then stir it up. And I'm telling you, it was delicious. Not difficult to make at all. Okay, question. Do you put the shrimp on raw and let it cook into the Yes, girl. Yes. Yes. I'll have to give that a try. He fried up a yellow, red, and orange pepper and onion. I put some sweet banana peppers in there. He diced them up fat, mm-hmm. not like tiny, so they disappear. And he sauteed that in two tablespoons of what? Bacon grease. <laughs> and, and then um, with the sausage. And then when all that aroma started, you know, you just threw your cabbage in there, turned it on low, covered it up. He prefers his cabbage a little crunchy. You can tell I really was into the video. And then... <laughs> You know, afterwards, he said, and then just take your pound of shrimp, pour it on top, and you don't do nothing with it. But then after three minutes, take it off the fire, cover it up, put it to the side. Two minutes, stir it up, you're ready to eat. I may be and I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) It was really, really good. I made that really good. I'm looking forward. October is a travel month for the first half of October. And after that, it's going to be a cooking month where... Because I've made a commitment that every Sunday I'm going to cook something. And so I'm looking forward to doing that. Well, I splurged on the cheap. I went to the PX and I found not a cast iron. So all y'all out there don't hate. But I found an aluminum Dutch oven pot. And it was only 20 bucks. Yep. And I bought it. Yep. Sure did. (laughs) So far. My food doesn't know the difference between aluminum and cast iron. So (laughs) there we go. But um, yeah, so I made that. I did see the peach cobbler recipe and I'm going to do that at some point. But yeah, everything was good. Today's Wednesday. And so, you know, I worked from home, hence my shoulders out shirt. But 
Um, that's about good. What did you do today? Worked. I worked. It's been a long day and I will be working into the evening tonight. I have a lot to do before because I'm be go- I'm going to um, uh, Orange County to Newport Beach this weekend for mm-hmm. the Thriving Pet Expo. Thriving so, Pet. This sounds like it's health related. It is. Tell me lots about of, that. Lots of great speakers. Um, I'm going there courtesy of Real Mushrooms. They um, were kind enough to pay for my flight and hotel and I will be working at the booth with Joni Camlay. And please tell them I said hello. I will. And um, just talking about mushrooms. And um, but, you know, I also get to attend the event as well. I think I'm going to spend a lot of the time taking care of um, uninterrupted time of working on my website and writing because it's so hard to get. I was up until midnight last night writing because, you know, I needed to pick a time where the dogs were sleeping, Johan was sleeping, and no one was going to come and just, you know, either start barking at me, st- trying to crawl in my lap, or just start talking to me while I'm trying to work. And so I, I got a lot done. And so that's what I'm mostly looking forward to. And, you know, seeing people, um, one person, or there's a lot of people that'll be there that I'm excited to see. Rita Hogan, she is a um, herbalist and on social media, she's the canine herbalist. She has a food energetics course um, where you talk about, you know, the warming and cooling protein. So if your dog has allergies, you don't want to feed him things like um, venison and lamb. You want to stick with the cooling proteins like rabbit and duck. And so she has a course on that. And I find that topic just really fascinating. So um, it's on sale right now for 15% off. So I signed up for that. But anyway, she'll be speaking at the event. Billy Hookman will be at this event. Um, and the two well, crazy Billy if he wants to hang out with us again. I will. The two crazy cat ladies will be at the event. They are friends of mine, Jay and Adrian, and they create content all about um, health and nutrition for cats. And they're out of Las Vegas. And so they have a, a supplement line and um They have a really large community. I mean, cat people are some devoted folks. And it's funny because I remember when I was, um, you know, creating content and every now and then someone would be like, I didn't know you had a cat. And I remember once once someone posted or I posted a question about um, my cats or something. And man, I got lit on fire. Because how dare you feed your cat kibble when you're feeding your dogs raw? And cats are notoriously known for being very hard to transition to a new diet. They get very stuck on something. And um, after I got beat up on social media, I knew not to mention my cats again. Uh, But someone was kind enough to reach out to me and give me some advice. The first person who reached out to me told me, if you can't do it, then it's on you, not your cats. You're obviously doing something wrong and you're obviously not dedicated to feeding your cats a better diet. I don't respond well to that type of guidance. So I just shut that person down. The second person contacted me and gave me an easy transition plan where basically she said- Yeah. She said, go to the grocery store. She's like, she said, she asked me if my cat would eat canned food. I said, I wasn't sure. 
And I was like, sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. She's like, okay, go to the grocery store and buy cheap cat canned food and start there. Transition him from kibble to the cheap canned food and then slowly transition him to better quality canned food over time. And that's what I did. And it took me no time. I had him, I had him eating raw for about a month. And then it was, he likes to just have his food out. And so I switched him over to freeze dried and he has been eating freeze dried for years and loves it. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to. That's going to be, I'm leaving Friday, coming back Sunday. Um, Of course, uh, I don't want to leave my dogs because um, last night Zoe's, um, the right side of her face was swollen. And so I'm like, I'm, and of course, you know, me go to Google, Google tells me she has an abscess. So I'm like freaking out. We have a bee, an underground bee. I'm about to say, just, just dummy this down to just a bee sting, please. I don't know. And we have an underground beehive. Um, I, I texted my friend. She's the manager at the vet clinic and asked her, you know, can you get us in? Because I think something's wrong. And so she, we're, we are going to go in Friday morning. But I also, part of my brain was like, you know, there's that beehive in that area that Zoe likes to mess around in. What? Because it was just like a lump. And, um, and it, it hurt her to push for me to touch it. So I was like leaving it alone. So I decided to just, you know, I have until Friday. Um, she's still eating. She's not, you know, she doesn't seem to be in pain just un- unless you touch it. So um, I'll leave her be. I started, I, yeah, I just basically did what I know to do to bring, you know, swelling down. I reached for, you know, the CBD dog health. You know, we had um, Angela Ardolino on last year, I think it was. But mm-hmm. um, I I keep their horse version on hand. That's my emergency. Something's wrong with the dog version. And so I went and got that and started giving her that because that's going to be a really mega dose to really get into the inflammation. Started giving her Arnica, which is a homeopathic cure that reduces inflammation and pain, um, along with coconut oil and massaging coconut oil inside her mouth on that side. I just I threw it all at her and then. <laughs> And I'm feeding her cooked food. I was already feeding the dogs cooked food because I need to, um, I don't want it to go bad, but um, I'm feeding her cooked food just in case if there's something wrong with her teeth. I don't want any, the bacteria from the raw, you know, aggravating anything. Sure. Uh, I woke up today and I prayed, prayed my butt off because it's like, Lord, I just lost my dog. I lost one last year. I lost one two years before that. I need, I need a healthy, I need a stretch of time of healthy dogs. Um, woke up this morning, the swelling was down this morning. Now, today, you can't, you know, you can't even see where this you can sort of see like a if you really look and compare both sides, that it's a little bit swelling. So I suspect that my girl got stung by a bee because we were down we were wandering around outside yesterday and so i think she got stung by a bee but i have the appointment i'm going to take her in um because the tooth the gum in that area is really inflamed and red mm-hmm. and it's something that the vet wanted me to look for and so i figure since i have the appointment Are you taking her before you leave yep 8:30 in the morning taking her in just okay. um to have a just a little exam to look at to see what we, if we need to um, like maybe pull the tooth, 
or something. It's it's not bothering her, but I just want to just keep an eye on it. I don't know, see what they have to say. And then my flight is that afternoon. So I'll be coming home and getting everyone settled and and taking together, uh, taking care of and grabbing my bag and heading off to the airport. Well, good. Good for you. I hope you enjoy it. I um have been like a kid in, I guess, if I was planning on going to see Santa. Um, so <laughs> I've been going into work early, pulling out like right after lunchtime, coming home, getting everything squared away with Jack, answering emails. But I've been in a conference. Um, it's all week from five to seven. Um, about, you know, therapy animal work. And I am absolutely loving it. I mean, I get so excited. It is like, yes. Um, so I'm, I, it's just, it's the weirdest thing. I did a commercial for them um, since I sit on the um, Pet Partners board. And that was a lot of fun. You know, there's a virtual teleprompter now. Everything is Googleable. It is I just- did not know that. Oh, my God. So the first time when I put everything together, it was going too fast. And I was about to break my neck because I was trying to read. <laughs> as it was. So I had to learn how to use the software. But then it is so cool. You can be. I'm dirty. You're cleaning me up. You can, you can be as animated and as free as you want. You can't see anything because the words are in front of you. But anyway. So it was a lot of fun. I am learning a tremendous amount. Some of the things that's irrelevant for me in the stage of my career, my age, and the fact that I'm not going to implement horses or guinea pigs or hamsters, cats, and oh my God, there's a hospital that literally has goldfish bowls on a hospital cart. And they go in and they leave the bowl with the patient for like an hour or so. And then they come back and retrieve it. No, I'm I'm strictly canine and I, I'm okay with that. But I thought, how innovative in terms of the thought process. Um, mm-hmm. I laughed when you started talking about cat people are the most devoted. They, they are in a, a planet of their own. I I envy them because... You know, when everybody else is talking about different animals, I'm going to be honest, then I check my mail. I may run downstairs and get something to drink. But the cat people had me mesmerized. The passion, it comes out of their paws. I mean, this guy, he was so, he was so animated. I mean, he really was. And he, the way he just talked, he was in love with his pets. And you couldn't tell him anything. Keynote speaker Monday was uh, Dr. Marty Becker. So, I mean, we talked about fear-free clinics. um, And then I learned about, you know, what dogs are going to do, fight, fear, fight, or fidget. I mean, it's just phenomenal. And it goes on till tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited about that. And then what else is going on? Uh, Getting ready for my annual blessing of the dogs next week, October 4th. So that's always a thrill to bring all of these therapy dogs from Charleston, which is a little bit more close to about 200 dogs in one environment. And they're all called again. So October 4th of every year is the 
recognized birthday of this patriot saint from the Catholic Church called St. Francis of Azizi. And he was the patriot saint of animals. So on the 4th of October or sometime around that period, if you are in the Catholic Episcopal Methodist Church, you know, even the Jewish faith, they'll do a blessing of the dogs like that Sunday before or Saturday after. But what I do on October 4th is I hold an event called the Blessing of the Therapy Dogs on the 4th. And it runs for about an hour and a half. I have vendors that come out, leadership from the hospital and university come out and they speak. Typically, I have a patient, a former patient that's going to speak or a physician about, you know, the impact that these dogs make. But three years ago, I opened it up beyond MUSC. So if you have a certified or um, registered therapy dog in Charleston, I encourage and welcome everybody to come. So last year, we were at about 180 dogs in this outdoor. And it is so beautiful because these dogs are so well behaved. There's no barking because they they are they know that they can't interact with the other dogs. So they have absolutely no desire. And so the program, like I said, it runs about 50 minutes with me at the podium. And then the hospital chaplains come and one talks about the Patriot Saint of Animals, says a um, group prayer from the podium. And then all the other chaplains just disperse and they actually lay hands on every single dog and say a prayer. It's a beautiful event. And I always get super excited about it because it just means so much to recognize the handlers and the dogs. So it's like a really, it's a highlight um, for me in the fall. Nice. Nice. That sounds amazing. I love that. Listen, listen, Linda. Yes. I found a, um, not a magazine, I found a dog. Where is it? I found a dog um, newspaper, newsletter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to send it to you called The Wolf. I don't know if you've heard of it, but Mm-mm. it's pretty interesting. It is um, It's a weekly newsletter covering the pet industry. And so uh-huh. I found it. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. Yeah, I got my feelings hurt because the main story this week was about how these pets make so much money through the Internet. And then I feel like so deficient in my social media stuff. I know what you mean. I know what you yeah. mean. There oh, people... you almost a million people. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. No, I know what you mean. Because I look at some of these people. I was. Okay, so. I'm trying to step up my social media game. And so I'm trying to, to really I just be don't know how. It, well, I'm trying to be more thoughtful about, you know, the content that I've put out there. I'm stru- trying to stay on t- on brand, on topic. I think you do really well at that. But sometimes I'll go off and and post something random. And um so I'm trying to stay on on brand and I'm trying to be more creative and I discovered and it's these are the things that I'm sure other people know these things but like Instagram has templates for their reels and so I'm st- trying to use the templates for reels and now these things I'm sure are would probably take the average person like 5 minutes or less to do it took me the first the first two that I tried it 
it, it took it took a long time. And it was just like, this is too much for me. But I went and looked like I'm following people on YouTube that give recommendations and stuff about how to do this. And one person was like, go and and look, search for the main keyword you're going for. And then look at what other people are doing and look at the views they're getting. And I'm like, you know, raw feeding is a small community. You know, what what views, you know, I probably everyone's probably getting the same amount of views. No, I'm getting nothing compared to 1.1 million, 500,000. Oh, and I'm like, listen, I'm not even talking about views, but I saved this article because one, I'm going to send it to you so you can put it in the body of the um of this episode. But there's only six that they mentioned here. So there's a Pomeranian named Jip Palm, okay? <laughs> 10 million followers on Instagram and over 33 million on TikTok. And they charge $45,000 per post. <laughs> I, I cannot make this crap up. Doug the Pug, 4 million followers on Instagram and more than 3 million on TikTok, estimated 20000 per post. That's what they charge. I don't, I, I can't even imagine. This is, this is why I don't even, I don't even mess with sponsor posts anymore because- <laughs> I, I got was, people calling me offering me $25. $25. And they want me to do a seven minute video about some, some, I mean, and I'm just, I don't even respond to the emails. Girl, just be thankful that somebody is at least reaching out to you. Um, but check this out. Just for poops and giggles, since I can't use profanity on the podcast anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they listed three agencies, okay, uh-huh. that you could look at if you were interested in anything for talent, which Jax does not have, um, <laughs> brands. So I actually took the time and I went to the dog agency and I filled out the freaking application. Yes, I did. I figured... If some little white dog can do a Netflix commercial just standing there looking cute, so can Jack's dog on it. So, but it's really a cute, I found it to be a very cute magazine newsletter. Okay. I'm looking forward to checking it out. And um, so they have all types of different, there's some topics on food, but I thought that this would be really interesting for you and I. um, Yeah. Okay, there we go. (laughs) They have some article about golden doodles and dog breeds where pet parents are paying up to $400 a month on grooming. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. That's not not what I was paying, but I get it. I guess Mm -hmm. it depends on where you're located. So, but but yeah, so I'll send that to you so that you can um, take a look at it. It's called The Wolf. Yeah, well, there you go. It's free. I like free. I do too. I like free as well. I like free. So I guess that's all we got, girl. It's our time is up. All right. Our time is up, but we will talk next week. And I hope that um, you have a lot of fun. I hope so too. Tell tell the mushroom people that Jax is having his one a day every day. (laughs) 
All okay. Right. I shall. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs>